This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Round 20 started with a 22-point win for North Melbourne, a 49-point swing in the match after Hawthorne made a dynamic start in the opening term. The Hawks skipper Ben Stratton is with us on Crunch Time. Ben, good morning. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. How quickly could you feel the game change after quarter time? Um, Yeah, obviously, it was a good start, um, especially on a Friday night against a team like North up and about, but... I reckon that they got their last goal of the first quarter and it probably just gave them a little bit of confidence going in. And I think we'd kicked 4-4 four, four or 4 goals 5, so we probably thought um, foolishly that we should have been more ahead. So that probably played into it a little bit. Did you feel like you never really got the game back on your terms after that? Yeah, we like, we still able to play some good footy in the second and third quarter. Um, but I suppose we could just always sense that they were, they were getting on top and... Um, in the end, they just overrun us and it was only a matter of time. But um, that second and third quarter, we're still able to play some good footy and it's been a bit of a tale of the year. We've played some really good footy in patches of games but then fallen away in, in important parts. So that's something we've got to work on going forward. Been bad luck on last night. Are you a watcher of football? Do you do you find yourself catching uh, parts of the replay or anything like that once you've, once you've got home and relaxed a little bit or are you just do you move on? Um, no, I've I move on, yeah, especially on a Friday night game. I just like to enjoy my weekend and have a bit of time away from the club and a bit of time away from um, from footy and, and uh, do all your research and, and your tape on the Monday and Tuesday. So, yeah, I like to get away from a bit. He surfs, Kingy. He surfs, does he? Yeah, he surfs a lot. With the Zimmer frame. I've heard a lot about these 30-pluses, Ben. There's eight of them last night. Do, do you see Do you see that experience in a game last night as an advantage or, or something that something that uh, is just made of so much with, outside of the, the Hawthorne Football Club? Um, yeah, look, it, I think it, it definitely helps, especially in big games and especially in close games. Um, but then again, you need those younger whippets coming up to the younger boys because um, sometimes the old parts um, a bit down on energy or whatnot and we, and we need those younger boys to give us a bit of a list and a bolster in that, in that sense of the term. When, when you look into the middle and see young James Warple doing what he did in the first quarter last night, does it give you, does it give you a real buzz? And do you get to him at the breaks to try and drive him to, to put the four-quarter four performance together or how does that unfold? Yeah, for sure. He's a he's um, he's had a super year, and um, probably uh, along with another couple of other young midfielders, um, Sammy Mitchell's probably helped those boys a lot, um, learn their craft, and he's probably taught them a, a little bit of what he was able to do back in his day. But um, yeah, I suppose he he was coming in last year and playing good footy, but yeah, probably not putting together four quarter performance. Now he's playing consistent footy at a high level um, throughout the whole game, so. 
he's still only 19 or 20 years of age, so the growth is still massive, and uh, and he's got a lot of good footy ahead of him. Hey Ben, Derm here. Uh, bad luck about last night. We, we're talking about the experience or the uh, um, the age of the group. If you look up into your forward line in the first quarter, as you say, they kick four four or four five, I think it was, um, and you've got a desperately young group of target forwards up there. Apart from uh, Jack Gunston, you've got Mitch Lewis, Connor Nash, who've played less than 30 games between them, Tim O'Brien, who is a talent, but never really cemented his spot in the team. They're your three key forwards, and they're desperately young, and they did well in the first quarter. What's what's the vision for them? Yeah, I suppose um, going forward with them, it is getting them to play consistent four-quarter footy and, and when you're young like that you can have a ripping quarter and then you think maybe it's going to happen unfold like that in the second or third quarter but unfortunately AFL the way it is it um, never happens that way and you've got to stay on mentally for four quarters but having said that their last four or five weeks um, has been outstanding especially Timmy O'Brien I know he did play last week because of his foot but um, him um, Mitch Lewis and, and Nashi it's about Playing consistent footy at the, at the high level, like like Warps has been able to able to do, and that, and they'll learn that over time. And Nashi's obviously just playing a completely different game, so that might take him a little bit longer. Now I, I had a look at Mitch Lewis last night, and I was had the the privilege of going into the rooms and uh, didn't get a chance to say hello to you and ask you how your surfing's going. Sorry about that, mate. But I saw <laughs> Mitch Lewis. He strikes me, and he played a brilliant first quarter. He was so powerful, and they were in, almost powerless to stop him. He strikes me as a kid who's going to end up Tom Hawkins big. He's a, he's got a big frame on him, on him for sure. Um, and yeah, he's he's a powerful unit, and uh, he's probably still learning his body, and he's going to get definitely bigger and. He's definitely got the uh, the full forward or centre half forward strut, so um, he'll he'll be right down there. What's he need to do? Um, we had four weeks of really consistent footy and then um, dropped away a little bit. So as I said before, it's just about that consistency. Keep growing his body, keep learning off blokes like Gunners and and even Ruffy, who's still there, has been mentoring him a little bit. Um, just soak up as much information as he can and. And um, not rest when he had a couple of good games in a row. Just um, keep working hard, and and uh, yeah, he'll he could be anything. Can I ask you? And I've got, I've got a feeling I got it that you know you lost a, a soldier a couple of weeks ago, and and uh, I think it was Isaac Smith went into the back line to cover, and he he stayed there. How do you see him as somebody who settles up next next to you? Uh, uh, and playing in the back line. I thought his first quarter was fantastic, but then under siege once again for the rest of the game, things went uh, awry. But uh, how do you see his conversion to a backman? Yeah, um, Jarman Impey is a bit early against Geelong was a big loss for us. His, his run off half-back's been awesome. So we just needed someone else down there with a bit of run and leg speed and, um, and a big leg as well. So... And it's handy as a left footer as well because we've only got um, a few left footers down there at the moment. Um, but, yeah, he's obviously hasn't played much game time down there, so we're still teaching him. And I think um, for himself, 
Um, his season so far on the wing maybe hasn't had the season he's after, and a bit of a change has probably helped him. He's he's loving it down there. He um, just wants to learn off the boys, and um, yeah, we need his running carry off half back for sure, and um, and he'll be looking to do that probably for the next few weeks, and it's be handy for him him to play two positions, wing and half-back. We've always been pretty good at that, at the Hawks. So if you've got perhaps the the game's best running outside outside running winger in in Smith, who can play back flank, you've got Scully and you've got Henderson playing the best football of his career, would be right up there in best and fairest. Is there space for another nippy, agile, hard-running winger who might be looking to come home? Is Is there too many wingers? Um, I don't know. It's a good question, Dem. Um, yeah, it's nice to have the power running on the outside with those three guys you mentioned for sure. Um, but I suppose that's what we've been good at over the over the long period of time is having blokes that can swing half back when you do have three or four wingers on the field. Um, but yeah, we're not going to say no to any running power or. or do you speed, want them to sure. change chase Brad Hill? Oh, I'd love to see Hilly come home. To be honest, yeah. I saw him a couple of weeks ago when we played Tassie, and um, yeah, I didn't mention it, but just having a chat to him is, um, yeah, I just sort of sort of miss the way he goes about it, and we'd love to have him home, but who knows what he's going to do. Ben, as captain, are you consulted about which players the club should pursue? Um, oh, here and there, yeah, it's um, more just to get our opinion, but I don't think what we say. Either way, unless it's something really drastically um, urgent or something that we um, think, I don't think it's going to sway the recruiters or whatever either way. But, um, yeah, every every now and then we're consulted. How aggressive do you think the club will be? Um, I think we've always been pretty aggressive, which is good, and it's exciting time, sort of trade period and draft time. And, um, yeah, we've got Graham right there who does a fantastic job, so... Um, I like the way he goes about it, and um, I know that I think be slightly aggressive would be nice. And does D- Jared Ruffhead deserve a farewell game? Um, yeah, that's a good question. It's probably something we'll have to think about. Um, with only um, a few games left for the home and away season, so um, yeah, it's something we'll probably ask the coaches. And I, th- I think um, if we're out of finals, then I think definitely is. Been such a such a contributor for the club over a longer period of time, like fourteen or fifteen years, and I'm I'm all for the farewell game, but it's not up to me, so um, it's something we have to decide. It feels like though you should have a say in it. The, the senior group, in particular, having shared so much of the journey with Jared, would you go to the coaching staff and say we feel really strongly about this? Yeah, I think um, that's something we'll have to have a chat to them about and. Um, I'd say that would probably be the direction we'd go. And um, for those blokes there that have played 10-plus years, working with anyone for 10-plus years is a long time, and you become really close with guys. And, um, yeah, I'd, I'd dare say that um, we could go down that track, but um, that's a chat with the coaches and the and the fitness staff and stuff like that. Would you love to play with him just one more time? Absolutely. He came, he came back. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I think a month ago, he played in the ones, and I was uh, I was injured and I was I was spewing. So 
I'd, um, I'd definitely like to play with him one more time. Now, we keep throwing the coach up for every job that's available or potentially available <laughs> at the moment, Ben. Does, does Alistair ever talk to you and say, privately and say, listen, you're the captain, just let this permeate through the group. I'm going nowhere. Have you had that chat? Has, has he mentioned anything to you about the, the constant speculation? Um, no, not really. So I'll leave that um, up to him. And, um, yeah, if you ever have any questions, or he's a pretty open book, you can go ask him. But, um, no, it's something that we sort of stay stay clear of and um, just concentrate on, on footy, really. And if he's got something really urgent to say, then he will. But, um, no, it's pretty, uh, pretty low-key. Ben, appreciate your time this morning. Good on you. No worries. Thanks, guys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.